Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Uh, boy, I'm excited. You know, I'm back from a reawakening tour, and uh, I love that event. And we're going to talk a lot about Hamas and Israel and uh, these terrorists and these monsters and just all this stuff. It's gonna, I'm really excited about the show today. Uh, but before I do, I want to start out. I want to I talk a little bit. I just want to mention the reawakened tour, right? So Clay Clark and General Flynn put this on together. Uh, you know, we got a lot of wonderful people there. Eric Trump, uh, his wife, Laura. I mean, you've got Roger Stone, uh, General Flynn, uh, just uh, Mike Lindell, wonderful, wonderful people. We always go to these events. I think the next one is in December in California, and I hope people will support it. You know, the Reawaken Tour is an interesting thing. Uh, Clay started doing this before this was popular, and he did this when no one else would, right? Reawaken started, and I want to tell you guys why I do this. So Reawaken started back in, I think, 2021. And when when we were still dealing with all the lockdowns, all the lies, all of this, all of that. And I've gotten to know Clay really well. He legitimately just wants to save the country, save the world. He just wants to protect freedom. And he's doing the best way he knows how, right? So not everybody, there's no instruction manual for this, right? Everybody says, well, you're an attorney. You can do this. You can do that. Well, it doesn't matter what I am. There's no instruction manual for saving the world. This is a war. There's everybody's so used to following directions. There's always a direction. There's a right way and a wrong way to do it. You know, for those of us fighting this freedom fight, there's no, there's no manual for that, right? We just, we do what we can. We do the best we can. We pray for discernment. We pray for wisdom. We fight, we research. And, and, you know, it's, it's a matter of being human. Like all of us make mistakes. All of us do things right, do things wrong, but we all do our best to do it. And Clay put this together way before it was popular. He did it when no one could speak. He did it when everything was locked down. And uh, he brought people together that, that wouldn't normally be together. So the speakers, the providers, the people who are doing this are the people who had the courage to stand up for freedom and truth when it wasn't easy. And so the thing is, is, you know, I was invited and spoke at the very first reawakening tour, and I've been to every single one of them except for I couldn't make the Portland event because it was my son's birthday and I just couldn't. Um, outside of that, I haven't missed one, and I've been honored to be there. And by the way, it's not a money thing. Clay loses literally hundreds of thousands of dollars on each one of these. I have paid for my own trip to every one of these. I have not made a single dime for many of these, except for a couple times when people donated to me, which was really spectacular. And I was honored and people do donate and that's a wonderful thing, but I've never been paid. I, these cost me more than I make in on every event, except for, I think one or two, two of them. Um, because I got donations at each one and yeah, you know, so people had me money, but they're expensive to do and they're hard, but we don't do it for that. We don't do it for that. And by the way, I get I get really annoyed by people who oh these guys are grifters. I've lost my rear end doing this stuff. Clay has lost literally over a million dollars doing this. Um, Clay's lost more money doing these than uh, than I've made in the last you know five years. I just I mean it's ridiculous. But 
this is something that is, it's an important thing, right? And the reason that I'm still, yeah, I get invited to other tours and other this and other that. And I, you know, I mean, I look at some of these and sometimes I do a lot of their speaking and this, that, and other. But the reason that I stayed loyal to Reawaken is because it stayed loyal to its purpose. Clay is still pushing God, family, country. He's still pushing the same stuff. Clay hasn't deviated. And yeah, we got new people and yeah, the tour shifted a little bit and we got this and we got that, but I've been really proud of it. I've been really proud of what the tour has done. I've been proud of the, the impact it's had and the people who supported it. I've been proud of the whole thing. So I, it was really, it was a good thing. It is a good thing. And I'm grateful that it's been happening. So uh, I hope you guys will take a look at the next tour stop. It's in California. Uh, it should be a good stop. I think it'll be a good deal. And, uh, Devin Nunez country, I guess, uh, which, uh, out in that area, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not I'm not saying this to promote it. I'm just saying it because I'm excited about it, right? So this is what I did. This is where I was all weekend. And, you know, I got to hang out with my uh, a lot of my fellow freedom fighters, which is, by the way, this is a big deal. So here's some behind the scenes on this. I don't know. Hopefully you guys like hearing about this. If not, well, that's I guess you turned me off. Um but, you know, behind the scenes at these reawakened tours is it's really, really important. One of the things that people don't realize is what it means to fight this freedom fight. The freedom fight is really, really a, it's a, it's a different thing. It's a different animal, right? So all of us that are doing this, we all believe the same sorts of things and maybe in different ways, but the same sorts of things, right? It's God, family, country, you know, we're fighting for freedom. We're fighting for unity. We don't hate anybody. We're not trying to be divisive, but we also don't mind pointing out that a bad guy's bad and taking their head if we can, at least in a figurative way. But the th as we do this, uh, it's tough, right? You go there, you, you, you know, you're, you're, you're shaking 10,000 hands, but you're the loneliest guy in the room. Uh, not, you know, which is just a, part of the deal because, you know, I mean, you don't get to be with your family. You don't get to be with your close friends. I mean, you've got other friends there who have become close friends because they're freedom fighters. But, uh, you know, even that, you don't get to spend a lot of time with them when you're doing your thing. So the fight has really, it takes a toll on people. It doesn't stop, right? So for those of us in this, you work, I mean, for me to work a 20-hour day is not uncommon. Literally, and when you think about that, I want you to think about a 20-hour workday. That means you got four hours for sleep, family, and everything else, including food. For me to work 20 hours doesn't mean I clocked in and clocked out. It means I was actually working 20 hours. And that's not an uncommon thing in my world. It happens. A 20-hour workday is brutal, and it's constant. Uh, now, not every day is 20 hours. Some days are only 12. Uh, most of them are a little more than that. But, you know, you throw in family, you throw in this, you throw in that. There, there's things that take time, and it takes away from all that. And the people who are in this fight largely give of themselves in that way. No, people don't understand it. And by the way, we also don't get from this, right? So the guys that fight for Soros... And for evil and who hate tyranny, they're very well paid because uh, the left has a lot of money and is backing this because the, what this is, the globalists want to take over the world and they do it by funding people who will facilitate that. 
because no one wants them to take over the world. So they have to buy to do it. So the rich want to get richer. So they fund more evil to allow it to happen. And that's how that works. Well, on our side, we're, we're the party of we, the people, we're the group that's fighting for we, the people, right? So there's no, there's no money. The people I fight for aren't billionaires and the people I'm fighting against typically are, well, we're not getting rich off of this, you know? Uh, we have to find ways to get people active. Well, good luck getting people to donate or anything else. You know, that's why, you know, we look for alternative means. By the way, this this is sponsored by Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays, and that is my book. Please go to TomRens.com. Hey, we're not banned on Amazon anymore. Uh, Amazon's got us back up. So, But just in case, Barnes & Noble is still selling us too. But uh, we, you know, there's links on TomRens.com. There's links all over the place. You have to you have to actually put mod M O D R N A in quotation marks because uh, Amazon makes it really hard to find. But we were up to number one, number two, and number three in our categories in Amazon. Then suddenly they just ran out of books. Now we're still number one in one category, but we need to get back to number one in all categories. So I hope you guys will share this. Um, yeah, it's a little fifteen dollars, seventy page read. It's an easy read. It's designed so that you can argue the issue. So take a look at that. Uh, please go to, to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you want to go, uh, get the book, and uh, give it to every legislative person you know. Every single You need to send this to every elected official you can find. They need to read it. Even It's, it's written so simply that even a politician can understand it. So, yeah, I, I wrote it for four-year-olds. No, I'm kidding. There might be pictures. No, I'm kidding. Um, but the tour... And the fight is that, right? It's it's 24-7. And one of the great benefits of the tour for guys like me is, you know, when it's over, uh, we'll sit down, we'll have dinner, and we'll have a lot of people come up and talk to us, and that's awesome. But I'll get to sit with some some of the other speakers and freedom fighters, and we've made great friends, right? So, like, uh, Mel Kay has become a great friend to me. Her and her husband, Rob, wonderful people. They're legitimately friends to me even off air. Uh, flyover conservatives love those guys. Their family spectacular. They're good people. You know, um, yeah. General Flynn, I consider a friend. I, I got that guy's back, right? Uh, Clay, friend. You know, so you know, there's uh, Christy Hutchinson, Ann Vandersteel, uh, all these people. Jane Ruby, uh, Brian Artis. Uh, pick your doctor. You know, I mean, pick your pick your whoever. Doug Billings. By the way, Doug's got an event coming up in Missouri. We're going to be talking about legislation. We're going to be reintroducing the the, the legislation in Missouri related to mod RNA and the food supplies by the book. Um, but uh, you might want to check that, the Determined Patriotism Conference. So these, these events, they not only provide an opportunity for us to help educate people, but they also provide an opportunity for us, the other freedom fighters, to get together, to communicate, to chat, to do a bunch of good things. So it's a, just a great event. Um, and I'm not, you know, I, I'm not doing this to try and promote anything. I mean, I'm promoting the event because I care about the event, right? Um, I mean, I think if you buy a ticket and you tell Clay that I sent you, I don't know if I get a commission on that or not. I don't actually, I don't have any idea, but I don't care. I, I don't do this because of that. I've never, I've lost money on all these except for those two. And uh, that's okay because I've also been able to help a lot of people. And that's really the meaningful thing. So I, I urge you to check these events out. They're, they're spectacular. And at the end of the day, 
the thing that I like about reawaken is it's never been about the money. A lot of these events, it's about, you know, who's going to make what money. That's never been the case at reawaken. Clay does things like, you know, he give me space. He give me this, he give me that. He's never asked me for money. He's never asked me for anything. Um, he he's losing his rear. You know, I've even when I, I offer to help him with stuff, you know, sometimes he, he knows how busy I am. So he'll take other, he's a good guy. Um, and that's the thing. At the end of the day, we, the people are the ones that win this. I always, I talk so much still to this day about being a nobody. And I understand I got a platform. I got this show. I got a bunch of shows. I got you know, all the things that I do, but at the, at the end of the day, freedom fighting and doing right and helping people. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. And it's going to be won by people who aren't big shots, people who came from nowhere like I did, people who weren't connected, who didn't have money, didn't have this, didn't have that. It's only the people that are the nobodies that are going to win this. So, you know, man up, step up. Uh, continue to support this if you guys can. I also I want to I want to talk about Israel and Hamas though, and uh, what's going on over there. And I think the the thing that I wanted to do today is I really wanted to focus on that. Now we've got some really tough things we've got to talk about, and some of this you know I, I I'm going to watch my viewers drop off right and left because I got some tough things to say, some things that maybe my base won't like, maybe they will. I don't really care because the only thing I'm going to do is tell you guys what I think, tell you the truth, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. Um, we have to support Israel. Okay, but not Israel, the country and Israel, the people are two different things. There is corruption in the Israeli government. And let me tell you why I say that. The Israeli government has the most defended border on the planet with Gaza. You cannot tell me that they were able to fly a bunch of guys in paragliders over, drive a slow moving tractor up to the fence, break through it do all these things that allowed for these terrorists to come in and there was no response available. The only way that could have happened is if there was a stand down order issued by somewhere in the Israeli government. These guys did not get in by accident. Now I talked to general Flynn about this and I've talked to others and, uh, I mean, anybody who knows anything about the border of Israel and Gaza has said the same thing. There's no way in hell this happened with no response and no one knowing these guys just got to run amok in Israel. Someone let this happen. Someone knew this was happening. There is someone on the inside that knew what was happening, and that is not okay. I don't, to this day, I've not heard a word about who sold that out. No one, including our side, is talking about that, right? Uh, you've got the left talking, these lunatics who are supporting these sick monsters who are saying free Palestine. You've got our side talking about let's go to war and help Israel. Nobody's talking about the fact that this was an inside job in part. And we need to focus on that. This was an inside job. I'm not saying that the that, uh, Hamas uh, you know, had an insider in the cabinet, but I'm saying someone sold out somewhere because there's no way. If you look at the videos of these guys paragliding in, if you look at, at uh, the way that they they ripped this uh, this fence open with their, their slow tractor, and uh, yeah, I mean, 
the Israeli defense forces are machines. Those guys are, they're badass. They know what they're doing. There's no way in hell this happened like this without help. I don't believe it. So, you know, maybe, maybe there's something I don't know. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm wrong. I just don't see it. So with that, understand the Israeli government is also the same government that pushed the jabs. I mean, they're entirely vaccinated over there. They, they poisoned their entire population on this. I mean, we've been through all of the data on this. We know damn well how dangerous this was. And don't tell me that the intelligence agencies in Israel didn't know the same. There's something fishy going on with the government. Now, I like Netanyahu, at least what I know about him. I don't know everything about him. Um, and I like what they're doing, but somewhere there's something strange going on there. And you've got a lot of competing factions and everybody wants to, to, to break this down into pro and anti-Israel. Only thing I care about is the Jewish people over there and the Christian and the Muslim and everybody else who wants to live in peace over there. See, I don't, I'm not playing this. And this is what's trying to happen. Everybody wants to put us on a team and start a war. This is about pushing a war. They want us to, you know, okay, real simple, Team Israel, a Team Muslim uh, terrorist, right? And it's not that simple. There's a lot more going on there. There's bad guys everywhere. I, you know, the, the people in the Israeli government that would push a COVID jab on a baby are no better than the terrorists. I, what's the difference whether you kill a baby with a jab or with a gun? Either way, you're killing a baby and it's sick. So understand that there's bad guys on all sides. Now, I am 100% pro-Israel on the fight. I am 100% against what these Gaza fruitcakes are doing. These guys have lost their minds and they're evil. Uh, but they couldn't do it alone. And my guess is the same people who sold the Israeli people down the river on the vaccines are the same people that would be willing to work with Hamas. I'd like to know know that for sure. I'd be interesting if someone actually got some real intelligence out of there. But if Netanyahu's smart, that's what he'll be looking at. If the Israeli defense and intelligence agencies are smart, they're going to start figuring out that there's real enemies. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix Rx. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix Rx is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness.
For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. We got to help Israel. We got to help the people of Israel. I mean, they're in a bad spot. We don't want a global war. And I'm going to talk about the war situation in a few minutes. But I want to, before I get to the war situation, talk about the other side of this. So there's some problems with Israel. But let's talk about Gaza. So if you study what happens in Gaza, the Palestinian Authority, they literally teach their kids in school to hate and want to kill Jews. They are the embodiment of anti-Semitism. They're right up there with the Nazis on it. They do not like the people of Israel, period. And it's, it's, a, it's a teaching of hate on a level that's mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. Now, I want you to understand something. I triple-checked, triple-triple-checked over the weekend. The horrors and atrocities that you're hearing about in Israel are true. I'm not saying that there's no staging on anything. I'm saying that they did. They murdered babies. They murdered children. They murdered this. They did that. It's horrific what these guys did. You have people that actually believe that it's a good thing. You're going to go to heaven for murdering people just because they're Jewish or what Israeli or whatever. You can't fix that. Okay. Uh, I, I'm of the opinion, now I can't support killing women and children, especially like babies, because there are some that are innocent. And if there's one innocent person in Palestine, then we can't, you know, we can't just eliminate, wipe the whole thing off the planet. But I'm of the belief that the only, that I don't think there can be a two-state solution. I don't see how it can happen. How can you ask Israel to have a two-state solution when the state that you're creating is going to consistently be at war with your people? How can you do that? Uh, and, uh, you know, I talked to General Flynn, and he his opinion was that, you know, hey, get those people out of there. If they want to be Muslim extremists, send them to an Islamic nation. Let one of the Islamic nations take them. Now, let's talk about Islam. This is the part that's going to get some of my people. Not every Muslim is a terrorist. I have a newsflash for you. I've talked to a lot of very good Muslim people who are not terrorists, have no interest in terror, and don't want to do that. We have to be careful that we don't turn everyone that's uh, that's Islamic into a terrorist by, by, by fighting every, the religion. Now, there are people in the religion who use the religion for violence and hate, but that's something that's happened in, in a lot of religions over the years. And yes, I know the teachings of Islam. So you, please don't cite the Quran to me. I know what it says. I've been through this. I'm very educated on this. And I'm aware that there's a lot of very questionable things there. I'm also aware that I spent a lot of time reaching out to different communities in this country. And there are a lot of Muslim people in this country who only want to live in peace and freedom. They want freedom to live as they want to live and to raise their families as they want to be raised. Now, if you can get behind unity and freedom, you're my person. And I don't care how you live, right? 
I'm going to model Christianity because that's, uh, well, I failed to do that. I'm supposed to be trying to model Christianity because I'm a Christian and that's what we're supposed to do. Um, I fail on that all the time, but that's, that's another story. But my job as a Christian is to try and live and teach to live Christ-like. Okay. My job as an American is to ensure that you have the, uh, that I have the opportunity to live that way. But there is no way to distinguish in a free nation between one faith and the other. Now, we were founded on Judeo-Christian principles, and so, yes, we need to push those. But understand something. You either have free religion or you don't. And if you start going down the path of, well, semi-free, that doesn't work because someone will always be there to take it. Man's law is fallible. Only God's law is perfect, but we can't make laws on a sliding scale. It doesn't work. The only thing that works is free religion. If you have free religion, then it needs to be protected. So we can't take our country and say, well, you're Islamic, you're Buddhist, you're Hindu, you're this, you're that, so we hate you. That doesn't work in this country. What we can say is if you want to be whatever you want to be, that's great, you do that. What you can't do is inhibit the rights of others, right? The limitation on your free practice of religion is that it cannot limit my free practice of religion, right? So that's where that's got to be. Now, we, how does that translate? It translates because, listen, when we look at the Middle East, the problem over there is that you've got a group of people who are trying to jam one religion or another down each other's throats. And religion is different than anything else because it's not... You know, it's not worth dying over a few dollars. But if you believe in God, you believe in an afterlife, then you believe that there are things worth dying for, and your faith is number one. So this is something that people use to manipulate and create war. And interestingly enough, all of those people that do that tend to profit off of war. Um, we, we have to work to stop that. We have to work against that. We have to do everything possible to stop the war profiteering and things like that. And we don't want a World War III. I mean, the globalists do. They tried to start it with Ukraine-Russia, but nobody believes in Ukraine-Russia anymore. You want to know why Ukraine-Russia really is not as much in the news right now? It's not because it's any less dangerous. It's not because it's any less disastrous. It's because the people of America are not supporting a World War III over this, won't support a World War III over this, and so they need to find something that they can get the people of America rallied on. My guess is, is that there may or may not be a, uh, you know, that there might be a tie there as to why there was a stand-down order in, in Israel, and I believe that there was. can't prove that, but I believe that there was. Well, let's think about where that goes then. Let's think about what all this means and where all this goes. Uh, we've got to find a way to live with and tolerate and work with people who are different and, and quit using faith as a mechanism to, to facilitate murder and violence. With the Palestinian people, you know, if you're going to be teaching hate Israel, hate the Jews from birth, there's no way that you can ever count on any sort of peace. So, you know, Flynn's idea, get those people out of there, yeah, I can't argue with it. I, I, it makes good sense to me. And when you've got people who would behead babies, I'm sorry. So I don't personally believe in the death penalty. I don't like it because I don't think I can give life. But I'm going to tell you, uh, 
if I see someone that's killing the baby, I'm taking their head off. It's just real simple. <laughs> you know, that's just, I may not believe in the death penalty, but believe me, if I got to defend a baby, defend an innocent, well, you do what you got to do. And the reality is, is that with these people who've done this, you can't reform them. You can't fix them. Once you've crossed that bridge, I don't think you're fixable. So, you know, uh, you know, unfortunately, the people of Israel are unarmed. The, you know, the, the nation of Israel won't let them have guns. They're just now starting to let them because they have to. But um, that's that's what happened here. And I don't think I don't think mercy on these these terrorists, because these aren't these aren't people. This isn't a defense thing. This isn't a political statement. These are murdering terrorist monsters who are intentionally targeting innocent civilians, women and children, babies. And, and murdering them. So, yeah, we got Those people have to be eliminated from the planet. Um, I just don't see another way because you can't fix them. And the problem is, is they're always going to be a threat to innocent people. You know, once you've crossed that bridge, you're always a threat. There's no, there's just no way, you know, if you, if you're out burning babies alive and uh, beheading children, there's no way that you come back from that one. Right. So, what do we do? Well, personally, I love the idea of arming the Israeli citizens. I think every Israeli citizen should have a machine gun in their house and know how to use it. That's one of the best things we can do because that makes them almost, you know, that makes their country safe. Uh, but I also think that we need to look, and by the way, in Israel, everybody has to join the military. So they're all trained. They all know what to do with guns. Why the hell don't they have them? They ought to be able to defend themselves. How, how short would this have been if those guys would have came in, tried to rape and murder, and they just they all got shot? It would be real easy then, wouldn't it? So that, you know, no Second Amendment over there is a disaster, and that's part of the reason the Second Amendment is so important here. But we also have to, uh, to look at what this is, right? So there's a push. I mean, right now there's a hard push to turn this into a world war. Ukraine, America doesn't support that, but we do support Israel and Israeli people, which we should. I do. But I also don't want a world war because let's talk about this. You know, we got Hamas and Palestine. Well, if we got to wipe them out, that's fine. But uh, you've got to understand that these guys are all tied in with Russia and China now. And Iran's back there. And Iran's backed by Russia and China. And Iran itself isn't a threat. But what we've got going on and the real risk here is a proxy war. We have a proxy war between the East and the West. You know, this has been close to breaking out for quite some time. But China, Russia, the United States, nobody wants a direct conflict because they know if the citizens demand it goes too big, it goes nuclear, and then nobody survives. So this is something that ends up being a proxy war, right? We're going to duke it out elsewhere, let a bunch of innocent people in Israel die, because who cares as long as the United States and uh, Chinese and Russian politicians don't have to be accountable for what's really happening. So you've got Israel backed by the U.S. and, and a lot of Europe. You've got Iran backed by China, Russia, and everybody else. And, you know, the battleground ends up being, being Israel. Now, that's, like I said, that's disastrous. And as soon as Israel, you know, right now we've got not only Hamas, but we also have Hezbollah and all the people from the north coming, right? If all these guys start coming in, and Iran's backing them, and this this will quickly turn into a war with Iran because Israel will probably wipe Iran out. 
uh, or go to war with them. Well, at that point, you're looking at World War III. Whereas Ukraine, you know, everybody got the got the memo that the Ukraine was really about Hunter Biden and the Biden family payoffs and the globalists. We do have a reason to support Israel. And they are righteous to support the people of Israel. The government, eh. The people, absolutely. And you have, you know, I mean, even within Israel, you have Yuval Noah Harari there who's, who's you know, advocating for the destruction of his nation. They should probably send him to Gaza because that's where he belongs. But <clears throat> these guys are, uh, it's a very dangerous situation, folks. It really is. And if this were to escalate, it, it has the potential to be World War III. I'm more concerned about this than I was Ukraine. Okay, Ukraine, there was never any real strategic value to Ukraine. Israel's a different animal. So this leads us to the question, what do we have to do to support the Israeli people while avoiding a world war? And that's the million-dollar question, right? That's the million-dollar question. It's a tough one. I mean, this is a very tricky thing, and the unfortunate reality is with Joe Biden in the White House, there is no chance of it being done well. First of all, Biden's a sellout, and he's he's supporting a world war. Uh, you know, the neocons and the Democrats are the same people now. Uh, the 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 uniparty is a true thing. The war, the war machine is Democrat and Republican, and the people at the top are now pushing it because they need global crisis to facilitate global control. And that's what this is all about, really. World War Three is. People are going to claim that it is a war between nations, but what it really is is a war between globalists and the free people of the world. And we're getting close to it. I don't want to have to fight it. I don't want my kids to have to fight it. I would rather us be able to win this without without that. So we have to try and do that. End of the day, I don't know where this goes. I really don't. Uh, Right now, everything's developing. You know, I'm I'm researching the hell out of this. I think it's a critical issue. I think it's a critical thing that we really have to be on and on top of. I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot of things. And meanwhile, let's not overlook, you know, what's going on in our food supply. They're putting the mod RNA there. They're trying to poison us through the food. Uh, Rep Massey, by the way, everybody should thank him for what he's doing on that. You got CBDC still being pushed. Uh, there's so many things happening that it's which way do we look? Which fire do we step on first? How do we put out? That's why we've got to keep working together. That's why the the people, we the people have to be unified. It's also why it doesn't matter if you're tired. I understand we're three and a half years in. I haven't stopped once, but I can't stop yet. It's more important now than ever. And I posted something on Facebook yesterday. I want to touch on this before we before we stop. So I posted on Facebook yesterday. Uh, a little thing. And I said, you know, listen, are we winning? Are we losing? Is the question, right? And you got to understand as, as a person who came from nothing, right? So I start this and my story, I talk about all the time. Yeah, I'm a nobody. I started with, you know, no connections, no anything. I now got an army of people that are awake around me that I can get a hold of, right? People that'll help, that'll support. And it's nowhere near what it needs to be, but compared to where I started, it's huge. We have a 1.3% uptake on the new vaccines. That's what winning looks like. Okay. So the fight that I started with nothing against the most powerful people on the planet 
has ended up being very victorious. I'm quite proud of what we've done on that. It wasn't just me. I mean, God bless Peter McCullough. God bless Eric Naputi. God bless Pam Popper. God bless Sherry Tenpenny. God bless all these people who fought with me. Vigilant Fox, who helped share news everywhere. I mean, all these guys who just fight like hell. We have to take what we did in COVID and we have to replicate it in a whole bunch of other areas because none of these other areas were winning. They didn't do it right. Uh, there's ways to do it. CBDCs, global war, all these different things. We got to do that. We've got to get this out there. That's what I'm working on right now is how do we, is expanding this into everything because the freedom fight is comprehensive. But I'm telling you guys, I know, I know, I just heard at the tour this weekend, you know, people are tired of fighting. They're tired of this, tired of that. The Revolutionary War was not won in three years. Nothing worth fighting for is easy. And remember, as we win, as we continue to do more, the people we fight against are going to become more and more desperate. It's going to become harder. We have to step up. We can't step back. We have to continue to fight. It's more important now than ever. And it's going to get even more important because it's going to get harder before it gets easier. Because guess what? If it comes out that Bill Gates was funding these vaccines and that were murdering millions of people, he just spent a bunch of money uh, to put new poisons in Africa. If the truth about that comes out, he's not going back to his happy billion-dollar lifestyle. He's going to be going Nuremberg 2.0. These guys, these billionaires that are trying to take over the world right now know that this is a this is a winner-takes-all thing. Klaus Schwab even said it. If we fight together, we have to recognize that these, the most powerful people in the world, will band together. They will do whatever they have to do to win because they will lose everything. Nuremberg 2.0 could happen. They can lose everything. They will lose everything. And they know it. So the, the closer we get to victory, the more dangerous they'll become the more outrageous the things they will do. It's the nature of it. So before victory becomes the hardest fight, we cannot be tired. We cannot be weary. We have to continue fighting. We have to be brothers and sisters unified under one banner, and that's freedom. It has to be freedom. Freedom comes from God. He could have made slaves of us. He didn't. Remember, the, the, there's a for the, my Christian brothers and sisters, Says, you know, God could have could have made rocks into descendants of Abraham. Uh, he can do anything. God's not limited. And despite that, the most important decision that there is to make in a human's life, the decision to believe, is one that was given freely. Freedom is human nature. We have to come together under the banner of freedom. We cannot be weary. We have to be willing to give everything for our children and for their future. And I will. I will, and I hope everybody else will. So stand with me, my brothers and sisters. I hope you'll support the book. I hope you'll support the Tom Renz newsletter and Substack uh, and uh, tomrenz.substack.com. The book, uh, Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays, please support that. Uh, support the Tom Renz Show on the America Out Loud Network. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. 
Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Okay, welcome back, everybody. And we are going to do something different. We've got so much in the stack of stuff today that we're going to do an extended stack of stuff. Uh, and we'll see how this goes. But we're going to do an extended stack of stuff. And we're going to start out with Bill Maher, right? Bill Maher. Now, Maher is interesting, right? So Bar, um, Maher is an atheist who still believes that there are some things that are right and wrong, which I think is counter to atheism but you know he's a smart a smart enough guy and he makes some very cohesive arguments and sometimes he sounds very sane and he does try and be reasoned right i got to give bill maher credit he's very he is a very well reasoned guy on a lot of things uh and he's i mean he's definitely a leftist but the fact of the matter is is he's the kind of leftist i can deal with because he's a leftist but he's got an open mind Right. I've found there's been times where I've learned things from leftists there. They do occasionally have a point. It's not very often, but every now and then. Uh, Mar would be one of those guys I'd be interested in listening to because he's usually pretty well reasoned. So, you know, he's uh, he's out here and he's looking at this. He's talking about uh, this Palestinian thing. And one of the things that I think is interesting you took this out this uh yeah this palestinian thing is anti-semitism right at core 
the people who are pro-Palestinian are actually anti-Semitic because there's no way to argue that what these guys in Palestine, these Hamas monsters are doing is anything other than anti-Semitic. They're murdering people, right? It's one thing to say, hey, we want to have a peaceful two-state solution, but they're not saying that. They're saying we want to kill everybody and we're going to keep going until we do. So two-state peace be damned, right? Well, how do you negotiate with that? And the people who are supporting this are very largely uh, anti-white, according to at least one commentator. I'm going to get on that, too, because there's a great clip on that. Um, So this is really an interesting thing. So Mar is out here. And Mar is, uh, well, you know what? Let me show you what Mar had to say. Let's listen to this, right? So this is Twitter. Here's Bill Mar. Here's what he's saying. I just want to finish with the values first, because it's just amazing to me that the American left, so much of it, throws their lot in with people whose values, I, I hope they don't share, but let's go through them. Let's hear it. Because values and customs make a difference, okay? And the people of Gaza, who, by the way, if the Israelis did get rid of Hamas, they'd be doing a giant favor yes. to the people of Gaza who hate Hamas too. There you go. Bill Maher said it. He's right. Let's just go through the list. Because Israelis look like us in most ways, values-wise. Maybe we're not doing it the right way. I don't know. Religious tolerance. That doesn't exist in Gaza. You're either Muslim or an infidel, and you better be a Muslim. Female freedom. Free and fair elections. Free speech. Gay rights. I see these... Queers for Palestine. Did you hear their sister Spanish. organization, Blacks for the KKK? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's good, right By there. Way, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gay man. I've lived in Berlin. This is a level of masochism that even I cannot comprehend. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, they're leftists. They're telling you. You know, they're telling you. I'm going to get. Uh, uh, can I just finish my list of pedophilia? I'll put that under. Don't ask. <laughs> child brides and so forth, equality of the sexes, I'll categorize that under don't make me fucking laugh. Sorry, folks. The fact that, you know, these people think that this is where they should be aligned with, that these are the values that you support? I think this, this past week has been a real important moment for a moral reckoning on the American left. Because there is a small, and I'm going to emphasize that, a very small, but growing, an extremely loud faction on the American left that has revealed itself. I don't know how to be anymore. Okay, well, I don't, I mean. It was all over. Okay, folks. Now that is the left. These guys are not right wing, okay? What you heard there was left wing Bill Maher and this left wing uh, James Kerchick or whoever he is, and they're dead right. These guys don't like you if you're gay. They don't like you if you're a woman. They don't like you if you're not Muslim. They don't like anybody except for other Muslim men and you know molesting children. These people are sick on a level that very few people can understand. But that's what the left is supporting. And it's so ironic. As the guy, the guy said, I was a gay guy in Berlin, and even I can't get behind this. Well, he's right. Nobody can get behind this. It's awful. Now... That leads me to this clip, which I'm actually excited to show you. This is a parody clip, right? And I'm going to, I want you to understand. So what they do 
in, in this place is if if you if they find out you're gay, they throw you off a building and kill you, right? Uh, that's that's pretty much how Hamas deals with people who are gay. So you know, well, the when we see gays for Palestine, that's that's it's got to be a parody, right? So this guy did this parody video. I'm going to play this one too because this is funny and related. Uh, here we go. As a gay man, I stand with Palestine because everyone knows that the Palestinians are beacons of love, tolerance, and acceptance. They if sure I could are. be gay anywhere in the world, I would choose. The Gaza Strip. Oh, there you if go. If I were to come out to a random person in the Gaza Strip, I would be celebrated, celebrated. for who I am. I would be taken to the top of the tallest building where That's I would true. look out over a crowd of cheering people, they excited for me, celebrating my identity. And then they would lift me up into the sky to heights that I've never flown at before. And I would fly at these heights until the time comes where I leave this earth. A few seconds I stand later. with Palestine because the Palestinians stand with me. Hashtag free Palestine. Hashtag Palestinians love gays. Hashtag equality. <laughs> okay, folks. Okay. So this is this is fun, right? This is this is me having fun. I'm actually kind of enjoying this uh, right now because this is this is the epitome of stupidity, right? These people uh these leftists who are supporting this, they're supporting a group of people that would kill them, right? Uh, uh, this whole left-wing lunacy, you've got people over there who, yeah, women aren't allowed to do anything, and if you're gay, you're dead. Yet we're going to support people like that. The American left is supporting that, not to mention the anti-Semitism. If you're Jewish, you're dead. If you're not Muslim, you're dead. I mean, these people are psychopaths. Yet, this is what we're supporting? The American left wants to support this, free Gaza? So I've got one more clip that I want to bring in that I think is really important on this. And this is on the Gateway Pundit. So we have this uh, Shakira Soul, a wonderful black... American, for those of you listening and can't see the video, you have Shakira Soul here, right? Now, Shakira is a black American, and she's got some thoughts on this. Now, let me play this for you, and we'll hear what she has to say. Do this one. Oh, we got to get past the, I gotta get past the commercial. There we go. Thousands of- there we go. Here's Shakira. As of October 7th, after the Hamas attacks in Israel, it seems like everybody suddenly thinks that they're an expert on foreign policy and relations. So what should Americans actually be taking from this? Well, I have a take and I think it needs to be said. It all comes down to anti-whiteness. Anti-whiteness can take on many subtle forms, including our non-white Democrat leaders, yes, I said it, like AOC and Cori Bush signaling to hostile countries during a war that is basically okay to genocide the fair-skinned people. And what do you think Cori Bush and AOC gain from that? The conflict in Israel has direct ties to American immigration issues. And if you think the people in Hamas attacking women and children don't have access to American states, that is extremely unwise. So America, before you get online supporting wars that you don't really understand, think about, would you like to see that happen in your backyard? 
So that that's Shakira's soul. And let me tell you what Shakira is talking about. Uh, these guys most certainly do have access, and we do have a large, large number of Hamas, Hezbollah-type terrorists that have crossed our southern border right into the U.S. So, you know, this is an actual big concern that we have on the right right now. You know, I mean, is this going to be happening? Uh, how is this? It's, it's, all, it's all screwed up. So it's, a, it's an absolute mess, folks. And uh, we have left wings. Uh, we have, you know, African-Americans. Everybody sees the hypocrisy. Everybody sees the lies. Everybody sees what this is. And for the left to be out supporting these guys the way that they are is sick. They're supporting people who want to kill you. So, you know, like everybody wants to say that that the right wing is anti-gay. I don't know any, I don't know anyone that I talk to that wants to kill someone because they're gay. I mean, and if I did, I wouldn't talk to them anymore. That's sick. I mean, listen. Do what you got to do, brother. I believe in freedom for everybody. You know, whether I like it or not as a Christian has nothing to do with it. You have every right to live your life as you want to do it. And, you know, by the way, as a Christian, who the hell am I to judge? I sin all the time. So, you know, the idea that there's a group of people out there that are supporting these anti-Semitic monsters that are into murdering everybody that's not them, it's the antithesis of everything they claim to stand for. Bill Maher gets it. The left is starting to get it. Everybody's starting to get it. But we still have a large group, as Bill Maher said. He's not sure it's so small of these left-wingers that are actually, they're hateful, racist, anti-white, anti-anything, anti-Semites that are just out there causing trouble. So we got to stand against that, and uh, that's a big deal. All right. Uh, moving on. Taylor Swift. Uh, her new tour, they're expecting she's going to make $4.1 billion with a B dollars for this new tour. Now, interestingly enough, uh, Taylor Swift, uh, she, she's, there's all sorts of reports of her getting her, uh, her catalog back from the Soros's. And she's out promoting vaccines and everything else. And she got uh, got paid to pretend she's a boyfriend with Mr. Mr. Pfizer from the, the Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, all this stuff swirling around. Isn't it interesting that she's projected to make $4.1 billion right around the same time she's making deals with Soros and Pfizer and supporting the Kansas City Chiefs? I'm sure this is all just a coincidence and that the timing is what it is. And, uh, you know, that she's, she's doing this honestly and based on her talent. Um, that was, there was a pause there. So you could laugh or spit your milk out of your nose or whatever it was that you want to say. Um, yeah. So Taylor Swift, who is proof that ugly people can be stars too. Uh, there you go. All right. Next one. Former CIA boss has no regrets rigging 2020 with Hunter Biden laptop lies. Shocker. Uh, Obama's CIA director, Liam Panetta, said, no, I don't have any regrets. When Fox News, Brett Baer asked him Friday about signing an October 20th, uh, 2020, or October 2020 letter that pushed <clears throat> misinformation, that means lies, folks, uh, that affected the presidential election. Letter signed by 51 former top U.S. intelligence officials falsely claimed that the Hunter Biden laptop was not true and foreign disinformation. So wait a second. 
Obama's head of the CIA was okay with lying about the CIA, uh, lying about Hunter Biden's. I, that's a sh- folks. I've got to tell you, I'm so surprised. I don't know how to. I just am shocked. Right? I just who would have thunk this? I, I would have thought that Panetta was sitting and feeling really bad about the fact that he's a crooked monster that should be under Gitmo. But apparently, I was wrong. Shockingly, he. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, folks. Trump dominates GOP field ahead of second place DeSantis by 45 points and third place Haley. Uh, Poll, shock, real clear politics. Trump's dominating. DeSantis and these guys are just, you know, if they actually, here's the thing is I like, I've liked DeSantis as a governor, but the thing is, is he's starting to annoy me because he doesn't have any chance. And right now all he's doing is dividing loyalty. He's creating problems. Honestly, at this point, our country's on fire. If you're a patriot or a conservative, you need to get the hell out of the way. There's nobody in the ballpark of Trump's. And, you know, Trump's not the perfect candidate, but he's the best man for the job. There's a lot of problems with Trump, but he's the best man for the job, for sure. So the idea that you're going to continue to be in this at this point, all this shows is that you don't care what's best. You care what's best for you. These guys should not be in there. They're taking money. They're taking resources. They're creating division that doesn't need to be there. Republicans need to unite behind Trump. Suck it up, baby. He's our man. Uh, Whether you like it or not. And to all you never Trumpers, well, go to hell. All right. Um, Last but not least, Oprah pitched White House run with Mitt Romney to stop President Trump. Apparently, Oprah and Trump were or Romney were talking about we'll do whatever we can to stop Trump because. Uh, you know, if they ran on a twenty, if they ran on a unity ticket, you know that would be big news. And I don't, folks, a Romney Winfrey ticket. I, I might, I don't know. Uh, if there's anything to get me to hang it up, it would be that. I, I don't even know. <laughs> That's just wow. Was that dumb? Support the Tom Renship show. The support the America Out Loud Network. Support, uh, you know, all the stuff that we're doing, uh, TomRens.com. Help us push the book, Mod RNA, Why It Matters, and other essays. We're going to have a bunch more books coming out very soon. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon.